Minds and Minds Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Danielle and this guy Welcome back to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Danielle Radford, joined today by Lindsay Kelk. While Women of Wrestling is a Los Angeles-based promotion that is about to premiere its first season, it's gained a following for its adherence to colorful gimmicks for its diverse and all-female cast. And that includes Selena Majors. Selena Majors. Selena, what a match you had with Doug. The fans loved it. It was no false count. Throughout the Great Western Forum, the fans loved it. That's right, David. I'll tell you one thing. I've been wrestling a long time, and that's probably one of the hardest matches I've ever wrestled. But you know what? It's probably one of the happiest matches I ever wrestled because Thug, one, two, three. I got her, David. Majors knows wrestling has never been overly kind to women, and she's been challenging that perception throughout her entire career. In addition to being a part of WOW, she's also wrestled in WCW, AWA, and numerous indie circuits, gaining championships and notoriety along the way. Selena Majors joins us now over Skype. Welcome to Tights and Fights, Selena. We are so excited to have you on. Well, that's a, it's an honor to be here. Thanks for that great introduction. <laughs> Thank you for having me on here. Oh, we're very excited. This is a, it's a big day for us. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are super pumped. So you are a veteran wrestler, tons of experience. What makes WOW stand out to you in the context of your lengthy and amazing career? Well, uh... There, there's never been a show that's going to be like, wow. I know we have a tendency to compare it to GLOW because David started GLOW, but this show is like none other. It's a platform just for women. It's fun, but it's athletic. It's athleticism, and it's just the greatest platform, uh, I believe, that the women have had to offer probably in the history of, of women's wrestling. Uh, I know David started it with GLOW, and uh, I worked for a few promotions here and there that tried it, that was on, you know, scattered throughout the late 80s and, and early 90s. But I just feel so lucky and blessed and honored to uh, not only see this happen, but to still be a part of it. I'm curious um, to know, um, with having been part of this for so long, um, how you've seen women's wrestling and also the perception of women's wrestling, how you've seen that all change since you first started out? Oh, wow. Um, I kind of get emotional when I think about it because, boy, I have seen it all. I've yeah. seen it where yeah. um, when I started out in the 80s, I think it was in 84 that the women was kind of getting a push mm -hmm. with uh, the Cindy Lauper and the Wendy Richter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it just kind of died. And then we were scattered on cards from A to Z. Um, we were like a sideshow eye candy. If you didn't have a certain look, so some people booked you for various reasons, but we never had the platform. And I always wanted that. Um, I get emotional. I'm sorry, but no, oh, never um, apologize. apologize. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you have any yeah. idea how many times we have cried over how much yeah. we love women's wrestling on this podcast? This is a very me safe too. Space. I love it. I, I can remember as a kid, uh, my dad used to take me to the you know matches when I was a kid, 
And I always told him, you know, I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a wrestler. And the first time I seen a women's match, um, I remember I was real quiet on the drive home and my daddy goes, well, you know, what are you thinking about? You know, that's what you want to do. And I was like, yeah, but I want to wrestle like the men do. Like they didn't yeah. wrestle, they wrestled differently. Yeah. And this is like in the seventies. And if you can, you know, we have YouTube so we can all go back and look at, uh, you know, they were great wrestlers, but it was a different style. Yeah. And my dream was that we could all wrestle the same way. And boy, have I seen that. And uh, I, I'd like to say that maybe my footprint is in there somewhere, but I look at the girls today and I couldn't be, I couldn't be more proud. Oh, that's amazing. Of the evolution. Oh, it's come so far. It's so incredible that it's something that you obviously care so much about and that you've been able to be a part of it for so long. And you do, and, and you, you are correct. Your, your footprint does stand all over what is happening right now. Um, you have so many great accomplishments. Which one of those are your favorites? Which ones stand out to you? I'm going to tell you the truth. My biggest accomplishment is what we're doing right now. Wow. That's incredible. Um, I'm so proud of my whole journey and my whole career, but I was never a great wrestler. I feel like that I was a kid that seen something and go, wow, I want to dream of doing that. Oh. And I come from a background that normally that wouldn't happen. Yeah. I got to travel the world and I'm so lucky to be able to call myself a female wrestler, a girl wrestler. I get on to, sometimes we're using that phrase, but when I came <laughs> up in the 80s, that's what they called us. Yeah, girl yeah, yeah. Wrestler. I think when you've done what you've done, you're allowed to call yourself whatever you want to. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's like I feel so proud that I'm even able to call myself that. I didn't have that much athletic skills. I tell everybody now I'm afraid of heights, so you didn't see me climbing up to the third rope. You know, I, I wasn't a master at the wrestling, but I'll tell you one thing, as much as I love it, I'll put my love and passion up against anybody because I love it. And I, like I said, I was just a kid that had a dream that came true. And I'm so blessed to be 52 years old and still be a part of something that I love so much. When I was a kid, uh, I didn't like dolls, so when they bought me Barbie dolls, mm -hmm. my Barbie dolls would wrestle each other. And, <laughs> Mine uh, too. Me too. I think yeah. you're, in, you're in good company yeah. there. <laughs> now I get to be in a women's wrestling group, and I, I don't mean this disrespectfully because I'm just using it as, a, like, you know, I played with my Barbie dolls, but they're all the little Barbie dolls, and they're all <laughs> wrestlers, and there's a whole big platform of them. And... Man, I just feel so proud of them, and uh, I feel so lucky. And like I said, I can't say it enough that I feel blessed to be a part of something so great. Oh, that's great. And this time you don't have to like do like I did, where I would turn over my laundry hamper, and that would be my cage match. <laughs> this time you can actually <laughs> you're a real one. Um, so tell us a little bit more about working as a trainer for WOW. I mean, obviously this is something you you feel really passionate about. But um, how would you describe the process of working with the girls you're working with now, bringing out their unique qualities, helping them stand out? I love it. Uh, I love thinking that I can be part of passing on some knowledge and wisdom. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's in the ring and sometimes it's just, you know, in life and in, in our journey. If yeah. I can pass on any kind of knowledge or wisdom or skill that I've acquired, um, I just feel uh, 
right? That Because when I watch their matches, I, I mean, I'm telling you too much now, but it's like, uh, so my sister back home, she's like, uh, you know, why aren't you in it? You know, I'm like, one, I'm 52 years old. But it's like, <laughs> I see, when I watch it, I am in it. I'm all over it. I'm a little bit a part of every time I see every girl out there. And that's how I live vicariously through them. And if I can pass something on to them and then I see it, Man, that makes my day. So I feel lucky to be able to help these girls. They're all so sweet. Um, and I don't know, we got a fun show. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I keep saying it over and over. I feel lucky and <laughs> no, blessed. That's it. You that, know? Absolutely. Uh, I can't say much more than that. Is there anyone on the roster that um, you've – I mean, obviously, you've, you, it's clear that you love all the girls. Is there anyone you've enjoyed working with the most that you really feel like you've bonded with – um, while developing the skill set? Honestly, I feel like I bond with each one of them in a different way. Um, I don't have children, but my sister, she has three sons. Mm -hmm. And she always tells me she loves them the same, but differently. Yeah. And yeah. I never really knew what she meant by that. And now I feel like, because I didn't have children, that all of these girls are my kids. They're <laughs> all my daughters. And I do love them all the same and it all in different ways. I bond with each one of them on a different level and in a different way. I, it wouldn't be fair to pick one out. And I'm not just saying that to, for whatever reason. I, it's the truth. Everybody brings a unique trait, a unique skill, um, just uniqueness uh, in itself to the ring. So uh, it'd be unfair to just say uh, one. I think they're all great. Oh, of course. Have there ever, and again, it's, if you feel like you're singling anyone out, no worries. But you, as a trainer and as someone who has been working with these women, has there been anyone where um, you have gotten to watch the entirety of their development from, you know, their first bumps to now getting ready to help be a part of this historic show? Yes, there's a lot of girls that I like to call uh, homegrown wow girls. So uh, what I mean by that is they weren't trained by somebody else. We have a lot mm -hmm. of great girls that come from the independent wrestling scene. They've been in the business for a little while and we find them and we're lucky to have them. But they are, there is some girls that uh, they came and they're just completely wow girls. One girl comes to my mind, she came to us when she was 17 in high school. Her mom had brought someone else to the audition because that girl's, uh, you know, car was messed up or something like that. Anyways, little <laughs> Steffi, she came and she was in high school, had braces on. And she really uh, has, you know, come a long ways with us. She's like part of the family. So I've seen, you know, I feel like everything that she does in the ring, I have a little bit of something to do with it. So I like that. Steffi Slay! Yes, one of the most energetic stars we've got here in WOW. She defines what it means to be a WOW superhero each and every time she sets foot in that ring. Let's see, on a different scale, on a different note, uh, we've got someone like The Beast, who is uh, phenomenal uh, when she comes out. She's unlike anything ever that anybody has ever seen in wrestling, not just in the women, but uh, just in the wrestling world itself. I am the Beast! I am the best. I am the beast. She certainly is. And she came to us. She didn't wrestle outside of WOW. 
she's only uh, been in WOW, and I, I, you know, I trained her, so I feel very proud of that. There's other girls, but I don't want to be spoilers because some of them uh, the, the fans hadn't seen yet. So um, I think when you watch the show, most wrestling fans that keep up with the independent uh, wrestling circuit, they will recognize some of the wrestlers as independent wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones, um, they've all come to the WOW training school, and I've got my hand on it. So anyways, I, I just feel lucky to have all of them. They're all really great wrestlers. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so you've been wrestling for a while. You've been in the business for a while now. Um, how has your motivation changed? What is it um, that made you want to get started when you were beginning versus what gets you going today? The love for it. Um I feel like I was born to do this. <laughs> Once again, you hit the emotional <laughs> no, spot. I feel like a, a crying old lady on here now. Sorry. <laughs> I think when I was like, you know, I watched wrestling when I was, my dad wanted to be a wrestler. So when I, I remember watching it when I was four years old and writing my mom a letter because my sister wanted to watch a show called Ren 1010 with mm-hmm. a German Shepherd dog. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to watch wrestling, pro wrestling. And, uh, so I have a little note where I'm scribbling out and misspelling words about, could we compromise? <laughs> and so I've always <laughs> loved it. And then by the time I was 10, I really knew that's what I was going to do. I mean, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. Yeah. And from the minute I got in the ring, uh, the love and the passion, you know, naturally as you get older, I'm 52. So you look back and you have different reasons at different points in your life, in your 20s, in your 30s. They used to, I used to hear older people always say, if I knew uh, then what I know now, and I was thinking, well, what is it? Tell me. And <laughs> you can't really say it into words. It's just that you uh, get smarter and wiser over the years, and your passion stays. Uh, my passion is burning as bright as ever. Uh, not so much to get in the ring and to compete and, and to feel that, mm-hmm. but to do what I am doing now, which is I feel like we're doing something that's never been done before. And uh it's just great. And to be a part of it, whether it's in the training center or whether it's behind the scenes or at the show or whatever it is, my passion is still as strong as it was when I was traveling 10 hours a day in a little car trying to make a booking for a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the passion never dies. I say it all the time. Uh, you know, once you get in the ring and you feel that either you love it or you don't, but if you love it, it never dies. That's incredible. I think that's true as well. I totally agree with that. So, you know, you've talked about how many, um, you know, you've got homegrown talent. There are people coming from the Indies. It's true that there is more wrestling now than ever. Um, so what do you think is going to make WOW really stand out in this space? I, I know I'm working for the group, so it sounds like, but it is like <laughs> the greatest show I've ever seen. It is fun. <laughs> it's colorful. There's parts of it that is over the top, but all of it comes down to the athleticism in the ring. And mm-hmm. whether your costume is over the top or your kick, you know, your um, your name or whatever, it comes down to your wrestling ability. And can you, uh, if you have an over the top personality, can your wrestling skills in the ring back it up? Mm, and I yes. Think we, we have that because sometimes people nowadays think they can just have an over the top, I hate using these words, gimmick, character, whatever, yeah. name, personality. <laughs> and they think that's all they need. But really, at the end of the day, it's your performance, 
and your work and your athleticism in the ring that's going to get you to the next match. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Lindsay, do you have anything else you would like to add? I feel like anything I ask at this point is just going to make Selena cry more. And also make me cry. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm also... Sorry, <laughs> this has been the nicest chat, and I kind of want to go make us all a hot chocolate and like get under a blanket. Yeah, I think there's cookies somewhere yeah. that I'm definitely going to... Because I am also about to cry, because this is... Um, I'm, I'm incredibly happy and so excited for the future. Um, I cannot wait to see the show and see when it debuts, to watch the new talent, some of the indie talent. And thank you so much for joining us, Selena. This has really been um, a true treat for us. So while Women of Wrestling debuts on January 18th, we've got the details about it on our show page at MaximumFun.org. Selena Majors, again, thank you so much for joining us. This was a true, true honor. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. That does it for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk along with me, Danielle Radford. Our producer is West Coast Miles Morales, Julian Perel. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music as well, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter and on Instagram. If you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends. Thank you so much to all of the Max Fund members who make this show possible with your donations and your five stars and your love. We see it and we appreciate it. And we will be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Tides and Bites Podcast. Tides and Bites.